This episode is brought to you by Milne Feeds. Milne Feeds have been the leading provider of livestock feed in WA for over 100 years and is now proudly servicing the NT too. Their early weaner product is a nutritionally balanced pellet for feeding to pastoral calves and young weaners and has been developed with their high fibre technology to reduce the risk of acidosis. Milne Feeds also have a range of products available for beef and dairy cattle, sheep and horses. Find out more at milne.com.au. Central Station Podcast, where we bring you stories of what life in the outback is really like and why many wouldn't live anywhere else. So pull up a stump, pop the billy on, or crack a cold one as we talk to the men and women who call some of the most remote parts of Australia home. My name is Steph Coombs, and this is my story, 180 kilometres just to check the mail. It's often the most simple things in our day that we take for granted. Hot water at the turn of a tap, Wi-Fi that loads a YouTube video almost instantly, a quick trip to Woolies to satisfy that craving, and a short walk down the driveway to collect the mail. While there's so many similarities and shared experiences between people living in the city and country, there's also many differences. Sometimes living in Northern Australia feels like living in another country. While us mob up here very much identify as Australian and do many of the same things as our Southern cousins, like watching The Bachelor or listening to Triple J and heading to the pub when the footy grand final is on, you can't deny that subtle differences in our day-to-day lives exist. If being in the North is like being in another country, then I wonder if it's fair to say that being on a cattle station is like being in another world. Take checking and collecting the mail, for example. Depending on the distance from the nearest major town, mail is delivered either by road or air. Some stations have their mail delivered by plane once a week, and some lucky ducks get a mail plane twice a week. All mail is delivered in a large sack, known as the mailbag. Outgoing mail is sent via the mail plane, but it's up to the station to have the correct packaging and stamps. In some areas, the mail is delivered by road transport at varying frequencies. This was quite a luxury when I lived on a cattle station that had the homestead situated just three kilometres off the bitumen, as it was just a quick trip down the driveway to collect the mail. However, for other stations, collecting the mail can be quite the task. Glenflory Station is a family-run property in the West Pilbara region of Western Australia. You know how if something is landlocked, it means it's surrounded by land, not sea? Well, by that line of thinking, Glenflory is station-locked. It's surrounded by other stations and has no major bitumenised road access. Glenflory is some of the most beautiful country I've ever seen. Rolling hills and rocky ranges. It's probably my favourite driveway in all of Australia. But 
It takes well over an hour to traverse the 90-kilometre-long driveway. Unlike a flat, straight bitumen road of the same distance that could be probably conquered in 40 minutes, the Glenflory driveway is comprised of loose gravel, rocks, sand, and a landscape that twists and turns while rising and falling at the same time. That's just a fancy way of saying it's a rough dirt road. To remain safe, the average speed on the driveway is 60 kilometres an hour, with a few sections that require a much slower speed and a handful of stretches that allow a little boost in speed. It's not the kind of road you can drive while taking a good look around, as the number of bends and corners mean you really need to keep an eye on your speed and on the road. And so, when anyone at Glenflory wants to go and check the mail, it means they've got a 180km or 2-3 to three hour round trip ahead of them. It won't come as any surprise then that visitors are often asked to check the mailbox on the way in. And what a structure the Glenflory mailbox is. You won't see a cute little box with a straight number on it out here, but what can only be described as a giant silver box to fit even the largest of parcels. The clever duck who made it even thought ahead to put a raised mesh platform inside of it so that if it were to collect any water during the wet season, the contents would remain dry. If there's no visitors scheduled and no trips to town planned, the mail can remain in the mailbox for up to three weeks at a time. I think it's fair to say that the Gray family, who own Glenflory, as well as their staff, do not have an online shopping addiction and probably don't ever select the express post option when purchasing goods online. The Glenflory driveway doesn't just impact mail collection, but a number of things. We tell people not to plan a day trip, says Teach Gray, the station manager. The trip can really take it out of you, and by the time you arrive at the homestead, if you wanted to make it back to the highway before nightfall, well, it wouldn't be a very long visit, would it? Navigating the driveway can be so tiring that Teach said her family would often camp at the end of the driveway before a long trip south. Mind you, a fair bit of work has been done to the road over the past 20 years too. So imagine driving down it back in the 1980s or earlier. If you think it requires patience to embark on such a long drive to check the mail, spare thought for the heavy vehicle drivers coming and going from Glenflory. To take a single trailer of cattle down the driveway takes two hours, and that slug stretches out to a whopping four hours if you're pulling three trailers or six decks of cattle. Then there's the times where you really need to get somewhere fast and you just can't. Like the time a staff member injured his, well, private parts after an altercation with a cheeky bovine in the cattle yards and had to be rushed to town. Aside from the fact that the Glenflory driveway can't be rushed, the trip took even longer because any unnecessary bumps and jolts only added to the extreme discomfort of the patient. Recently, Tish had to make an emergency trip to the vets in Exmouth, which is four hours away. One of her working dogs had become overheated during a muster and was in bad shape. It's times like this that I'm sure Tish wished she had a short bitumenized driveway to speed up what was already going to be an emotional and stressful drive. Luckily, the dog recovered. I'm sure there's plenty of people thinking, they must be mad, but I think it's all about perspective. A drive to check the mail at Glenflory Station equals the chance to go for a nice country drive, view some spectacular scenery, and maybe even spot donkeys, brumbies, dingoes, or bungars, in addition to cattle, of course. And let's face it, 
It's not like anyone's going to pop over to borrow a cup of sugar. Charles Darwin University's Agricultural and Rural Operations team focuses on North Australian production and business systems, offering current real-world knowledge and experience by delivering both full qualifications and industry-required short courses. Courses at the rural campus are designed to develop the skills required for work on a North Australian beef cattle property or in the top-end agricultural industry while providing a sound knowledge base in the pastoral and or agricultural industries. They have dedicated staff who specialise in workplace training and assessment and recognition of prior learning. They will come to you and they service some of the most remote areas in the Northern Territory. Find out more at cdu.edu.au.